Join us and unwind with a good book. Welcome to Relaxing Reads. Welcome to our book club chat. I'm Anne from the Morning Breeze in New Glasgow, Nova Scotia. I'm Deb from the Morning Breeze in Halifax. And I'm Simone from Breeze Afternoons in Vancouver and Edmonton. And our latest book is Malibu Rising from best-selling author Taylor Jenkins Reid. It tells the story of four famous siblings who throw an epic party to celebrate the end of summer in 1983. But over the course of 24 hours, their lives will change forever. By midnight, the party will be completely out of control. By morning, the Riva Mansion will have gone up in flames. But before that first spark in the early morning hours before dawn, the alcohol will flow, the music will play, and the loves and secrets that shaped this family's generations will all come rising to the surface. Okay, on that note, let's get to it. Malibu Rising. What a read. I absolutely loved it. Deb, Simone, what did you think of this book? Yeah, I, I did too. I was surprised at how much I uh, I enjoyed it. I got, I, I was really into it. I couldn't put it down once I started reading. It was one of those types of books. Same with me. My um, friend actually read it and she was offering me her copy of it. And I said, no, no, that's the book we're reading in our book club. I have a copy. And I asked her, I said, what did you think? And she kind of went, mm. And I was like, oh, okay. And so I, I didn't really go in with expectations. I had seen other people post about it. Obviously, it's a New York Times bestseller. So it, you know, I knew it had to be good. So since I think I went in with not such high expectations, I actually quite enjoyed it. And it was, it was better than I thought it was going to be. So it was good. Yeah, when I first looked at it, I'm like, what do I know about Malibu and surfing and how I ever get into this read? And instantly I was in and I was the same as Deb. I could not put this book down. So let's get right to it. What were your first impressions of the siblings? And did that change as the story went on? And Simone, we'll start with you. My first impression was that they were all just so perfect and so athletic. You know, they describe how beautiful and how sun-kissed their skin is. And, you know, they like to get out on the surf and they've got contracts with all these magazines and people just after them, you know, especially three of the four siblings. They just kind of had it all together. And then, yeah, as you get into it, you kind of start to understand them on a deeper level more than just that surface level, which I enjoyed because I think that's what it was in the beginning. It was kind of like, is this just going to be a bunch of, you know, about a bunch of surfers who live this kind of amazing life. But when you actually got to know a bit about the root of their characters, it was actually quite, uh, quite interesting to kind of get to know what each of them was all about and how different all four of them were. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. I, I'm not a surfer. I've never surfed, but they got me wanting to actually get into it. <laughs> um, but I, I did find that, yeah, oh my gosh, who are these these people in their lives? But they do care a lot for each other, enough to tease, you know, the, the typical sibling rivalry. And because they all surf, challenging each other when it comes to that common interest, um, even just keeping the household in order, um, you know, they, they all seem to come together fairly well, uh, considering all things, uh, once people get into it and know the story in the background. For me, the one that I thought, uh, she's she's holding back, there's some kind of a mystery surrounding her. Nina, um, who of course was the caretaker, the oldest um, sibling, or the, the oldest sister, 
I, I thought that there was something more to her, that she wasn't letting it all out. And I, I wasn't quite sure how I felt about her until a little li- later on. Yes, I, I totally echo what you both say. And uh, when I first started this book, I was thinking the main characters may be somewhat superficial, living in Malibu, getting ready for this big party in one of their mansions. But as the story unfolds and you find out about their backstories and realize there's so much more to each of them, especially Nina. And Deb, you were just mentioning Nina. I was so taken with her story. Here she is, this famous supermodel surfing star, married to a tennis star, daughter of a singing superstar. But she's been through so much, and her story shows such depth and compassion. She shoulders the weight of her family and helps basically to raise her siblings. She was she was my favorite character by far, my favorite of the siblings. But they all had their own struggles and experiences that added to the story as well. There's just there's so many levels to it. I, I just really and I I found it was easy to follow along with as well. I didn't even with the switching between characters, mm-hmm. it I didn't feel lost in it. You know what I mean? I think that's yeah. just it. I mean, this book, you know, by the time you get to the end of it, you know, near the end, there are so many characters introduced, especially at the party. And you're right. right. You can you can keep up yeah. with what they're doing. And you have a level of interest in, wow, what are they about? What's more of their story? Yeah. Right. And... and- I was just going to say that, like, you know, despite all the, their difficulties, um, it always appeared to be so much bigger and better and, and more romantic and entertaining their lifestyles. But then, yeah, mm-hmm. when they came together and you learned a little bit more, it was as if, oh, my gosh, OK, they've got all this going on. But they're really like so many of us as well. And for me, Nina reminds me a lot of a, a good friend of mine who kind of started the caretaking when she was quite young and she was able to fall into the role of a parent. Um, and and here, here am I beside her growing up thinking, how do you know how to do all these things when you're still a child yourself? Right, yes. And, and as we were saying, too, with all the characters, there's also multiple timelines. Again, easy to follow, though, and really interesting. The majority is focused on the four siblings and their parents. So what storyline did you find the most gripping? Simone, what do you think? I think it was the story between the two brothers and, you know, the situation of him dating the brother's ex-girlfriend. And it's just, that's a big secret to keep. So when he was going through the motions and trying to figure out how he was going to tell his brother, because obviously there's this level of, of trust there, that one was kind of like, oh, that's a big conversation to have. And how is this going to turn out? Especially as Deb, you mentioned, they were so close knit. They were so tight with each other that special sibling bond, you know, having lost their parents and stuff. So that one was that one was very um, intense, uh, the way that one rolled out. Definitely was. Uh, For me, do you know what? I think it was June and Mick, the parents. Um, And even though as we get to know Mick a little more, I was still hoping for so much more from him and and rooting for that true love story and and feeling for June all these years. And um, also the connection early on that she had with with her children and baby HUD, you know, the, the connection that she created and she took in this this baby. I, I, I really felt for her and I was so hoping that things would turn out a little differently for her. But um, yeah, I was I was intrigued by their parents. 
So was I, Deb. That's I, I made a few notes here, and I was like, Mick and June, what a story. And I, I just like trying to unpack what's going on with Mick and why he could never really commit to being a dad, to being a husband. It seemed like he just never felt that what he had was enough. He kept jumping from woman to woman, marriage to marriage, house to house, and he never really settled. And even in the end, when he he meets the kids again and he tries to explain himself, and, and you know, he does have a, a backstory, it you still wonder, is this is this for real? Is he going to stay this time? Is he going to stay connected with his kids? But I thought it was really cool that the story is told in a 24-hour time frame, but also the flashbacks that basically look at the last 50 years. And it was just, it was so interesting to see how it was all sort of interwoven and how it all kind of, kind of came together at the end. I just, I really mm-hmm. enjoyed the way that it was laid out. I don't know about you two, but just the way it, it just again as deb said in the beginning i could not put this book down i just found it so cool the way it was written i've i've never read anything like it honestly yeah and i think that's just it you know having that backstory was nice but you were kind of like okay now what's going to happen let's get back to the party what's happening over yeah. there or on that timeline <laughs> right? yes yeah, well yeah and yeah. on that note what did you think about all the details of the party scenes because that was super quick and we were meeting lots of characters anything stand out for you anything make you go <gasps> well, I oh just know when I'm prepping for a party, obviously it's not on that level, but I'm not out <laughs> surfing twice in one day. I'm just like trying to get my mind around what I'm going to do. And they, they just seem to have all this free time during the day where they're like, let's hit the surf. All right, let's hit the surf again. And I was like, you guys are hosting a party. Should you yeah. not be focused on that? But, you know, they had help. But it was just, yeah, it was wild. There were some parts where I was like, this is a bit much. But I've also heard of these L.A. parties where where you are having these trays come out with things to ingest that you maybe shouldn't be having. And so that part of it, I was like, wow, this is obviously unlike any kind of party I've been to. But when it got into, you know, the the smashing of, of plates <laughs> and swinging so on rude. chandeliers, I was like, this seems a bit far-fetched. Like, does this really happen and nobody cares? Like, that was a bit much for me. Yeah, like it was on a like a like a university dorm um, frat boy <laughs> kind of level with you know the the way they were respecting or disrespecting um, you know the home. But I, I think it was everything we imagine it would be like in those lavish lives from the rich and famous, ripped from the covers of the tabloids. Um, but you know when they were describing the clothing, the characters, the music, it kind of brought me back. Uh, you know, with all the craziness um, of of the night. But but I, not that I've been to a party quite like this, but I've heard of some uh, within, our, within our own industry. But this goes back to, I guess it would be around the same time frame. It was such a different time, um, but kind of wild. And I just, you hear about these things and you hear about them night after night after night after night attending these soirees these these parties so it it did feel like it was everything that you might have seen in a headline 
Yeah. All I kept thinking about was, could you imagine if this party took place in a time when there were cell phones and social media? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's all I could think no. about. And it's interesting because I was listening to an interview with the, the author of this book, um, Taylor Jenkins Reid. And she writes specifically, she says she tries to write in times... Pre-cell phone, pre-social media, so they can really dive in without having to go down that road with bringing up the cell phones and whatnot. But anyway, um, that's a sidebar. Uh, I just, mm-hmm. I just thought the same thing. Wild, wild, wild party. And when, as you say, when things got really out of hand. I really like Nina's friend that sort of stepped in and said, enough, enough is enough, and called the cops. Although I was really irritated when the cop wouldn't listen to her and wouldn't go in through the house and, yeah. and uh, you know, clean house at that point because it was just way out of control and they were wrecking the place and everything. And Nina was nowhere to be found. And I just couldn't imagine having all those people in my house and just going for a walk. <laughs> And the other thing, the other thing that uh, the other thing that got me was um, people showing up so late. I don't know if this is me being old, yes. but even Mick leaving his house at midnight to go to a party. I was like, midnight? I'm in bed, like long passed out by the time you know. And then they're like, two a.m. So and so shows up at the party, and I was like, what? Right. Why are these people showing up in the middle of the night? Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. And you had mentioned Simone about how are they not getting ready for this party? I'm thinking to myself, how are they not having a nap before this? Party? <laughs> oh my goodness anyway i would uh, yeah oh i would not be able to gosh. handle a party like that but it was very interesting to read about that's for sure yeah, so it I, was. I sort of, i made reference to nina um having going for a walk with and going to meet up with her family and of course mick was there too at this point and uh that takes us to to the end of the book when there's a push for Nina to go to Portugal and leave everything behind including finally selling the family restaurant. Do you think it was the right move? And uh we'll start with you Deb on this one. I do, absolutely. I think I think it was the right move for her. I was really surprised that she she made the decision. She was finally able to do something for herself without any hesitation. That was I think such a big surprise for me, but I'm happy that she did it because she had for so many years been living for so many others and she she couldn't think about herself. She should have been able to take a moment, but she couldn't in her mind. She had to take care of the family, her siblings, and everything that was happening around her. There was never any time for herself and, and what that might mean. And Simone? I don't know about this. I feel like she's going to go and she's going to be there for a while and she's finally going to get the space and that time for herself unwind. And then I think she's going to think about this new baby that's on the way and other things that her siblings are doing and she's going to have a pull to come back. And I don't know if she'll be there a long time. And that's why I feel like there could be a follow up to this where she we see her go and lead her life in Portugal. She falls in love, kind of has her story, but realizes she wants to be closer to her, her siblings and where Mick can redeem himself because he hasn't until this point is maybe he shows up as a grandfather and he finally gets it right. So that's what I would root for to happen in this whole scenario. 
I hope didn't so. you love I, when it, she just gave it to him at the end though like when she really yeah. let it all out like you I just felt like, yes I felt bad though because you know you think of like you know older generations and sometimes you know they did the best they could and they didn't have yeah. the, the right tools like I mean we all can make mistakes and some people learn from them and some people just won't and so when I saw that you want to root for him and hope he changes but he doesn't it's just like he's just one of those people that is yeah. unfortunately not going to change and that's who he is so you don't put yeah. a lot of stock in it but you just kind of say okay so we know what our relationship with him is going to be we can't expect more so we will give as much as he gives and there we go. I was thinking about like the drama that he has created within every relationship he has had over the years from one woman to another. Um, you know, I think that maybe for him, it goes back to his childhood and not knowing what true love was from his own, you know, parents. He didn't have that. So because he didn't have that, he didn't have that connection. So she, he had to keep moving from one relationship, whether it was a friendship or a, a love affair. That's just the way that he's been able to kind of perhaps put it things away from the past or or try to erase it because he just doesn't know any better. better. But I'm hoping, Simone, that you're right and there's another chapter that we can get into and see him as a wonderful grandfather. Yeah, yeah let's hope so. I- I just think, though, like with Nina, she just she kept taking all this stuff that was thrown at her and like just she just go on with it and get stuff done. Like she just never really complained and just did what had to be done because it had to be done. But it just felt like you could feel the weight of it. Like, I'll tell you, one of my favorite parts is when she finally like just gets just she's just done with everything and she goes and grabs a plate of cheese i'm like finally eat the cheese <laughs> eat it <laughs> eat it all <laughs> because you could tell when she was making the sandwiches for the siblings or whatever she'd always just have tomato on hers and she always just sort of top of mind for her was you know to to have a certain diet and live a certain life so she could make the money and take care of everyone like it was always about it was never about her it was always about everyone else so that in that moment when she let Mick have it I just felt like it was finally she was getting it off of her chest and uh and there was another part with Nina she she was so my favorite character in this book I loved all the characters but Nina especially and if you could just indulge me here for a moment because it is a bit of a lengthy um part of the book here but I think it really it really sort of brings it all together where she's at and where they're all at as a family so Um, Nina suddenly had a picture in her head. It was as if June had given her a box, as if every parent gives their children a box full of things they carried. June had given her children this box packed to the brim with her own experiences, her own treasures and heartbreaks, her own guilts and pleasures, triumphs and losses, values and biases, duties and sorrows. And Nina had been carrying around this box her whole life, feeling the full weight of it. But it was not. Nina saw just then her job to carry the full box. And it goes on to say her job was to sort through the box, to decide what to keep, and to put the rest down. She had to choose what of the things she inherited from the people who came before her she wanted to bring forward and what of the past she wanted to leave behind. I just thought that was such a, you know, it really kind of encompassed 
what the story was about. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, the, the box was pretty heavy, wasn't it? With right. With all the issues yes. that came along with it. Yeah. And you th- think yeah. about, um, you know, there was alcoholism, you know, addictions that were part of this story as well. And Nina herself with her, her own body image, talking about, you know, the food, finally she's able to indulge a little. Um, but a lot of heaviness within the family. Yeah, and I think that... Um, while perhaps she won't stay in Portugal forever, I did. I did. I was happy to see that she just had decided to go and and uh, just do her own thing for a little bit, just because she'd been doing everything for everyone else for so long. One thing I was I was going to say was. Um I I think it it was as if it was an added character, the family restaurant and the whole backdrop yes, with yeah. it. I was yeah. I mean happy for Nina that that the restaurant was sold, but but a little saddened as well because I thought that was such a part of the family. I know it was it was difficult to, you know, to hold on to, and there was so much work involved in it. But it seemed like. It was, I don't know, there were, there was something about it that I felt like, oh, my gosh, it's like losing a, a part of your family. Yeah, and losing the restaurant, losing the house, it was just a lot of, you know, it was a full closing on those chapters. But you're right, a part of you feels like it's a big chapter to close that restaurant. Mm-hmm, yeah, and I guess maybe the like, theme with the fire, right? There was so much right. fire within so many aspects of each one of them, you know, each character, each, you know, each role in the family. Yeah, but rising from the ashes, right? That's what I got from mm-hmm. it at the end, and and the title of the book as well, Malibu Rising, the restaurant being a character, Malibu being a character. I don't know what you yes. do, but I totally want to go to Malibu at some point. Like it sounds, it sounds beautiful and amazing. Yeah, it does. Well, as Deb said, I've never done surfing. This made me want to learn to right? surf, and yeah. then it was just yeah. every time they talked about driving down the Pacific Coast Highway, I was like, I want to drive that in like a convertible yeah. with the sunshine on me looking at the ocean exactly you know what we'll do we'll get a convertible we'll we'll buy some surfboards or at least start with a rental hop in the car drive down the coast and then open a cafe and hang out in malibu yes <laughs> it's a good deal maybe, <laughs> maybe. <Love it. laughs> yeah no i think this was this was one of my faves i absolutely loved it i thought it was great so um i i look forward to the to the next uh the next part of the story as you say maybe maybe there'll be a, a sequel and hey, in the future. Deb filled me in while we were talking the other day that this show is going to be picked up to become a series. Yay. That's exciting. Yes. That's it. exciting because not only will we get to relive, you know, the story here, but I think that that Simone will lead to your next chapter that you've already, you know, started writing for her. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait to see who they cast. I know. Well, it was a great read, ladies, and I'm glad we had a lot of good insight on this one as well. And we, yeah, I hope the story continues at some point. And thank you again for being here and listening through our discussion. And we'll be back again with you soon after we review another book. Thank you for kicking back and relaxing with us. We hope you'll join us again on Relaxing Reads.